Almost USA. Angry. Pissed off. American Podcast Radio. Yeah. That's right. Your host, the voice of reason and insanity. No, I don't know about insanity. Jeff Kaufman. Good morning, America. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio, the continuous voice of reason during insanity. That's right. That's what I'm going to go with. Good morning. I hope you're doing well today. I hope everything's going great for you. I hope you're doing peachy keen. Me, I'm, I'm doing what I always do. I'm heading to work on this glorious day. Glorious day. Glorious. Fucking glorious. Me and my trusty Mazda. Just cruising along, baby. So, we're starting to see a narrative. I I don't know if you've paid attention to this at all. I don't know if my faithful listeners pay attention to much of anything, and that's okay, because that's what I'm for, to pay attention. I'm supposed to pay attention to things you don't pay attention to. No, but there's a narrative, an underlining, and I, I picked it up a couple weeks ago. But it's becoming more prominent as we speak. And it's this narrative that Black Lives Matter, the uh, anti-fascist group, whatever that group name is, Antifa, basically anybody that goes against the Republican disorder of disdain and destitution anybody that goes against the Republican Party at large in a group is now being labeled as Marxists. Yeah, Marxists. They're being labeled as Marxists, fascists, and the the, the number one, the most concerning thing that I've picked on so far is they're calling these uh, fellow Americans um, traitors, terrorists, and uh, just uh, an assortment of what I like to call and what I point out as talking points. But the uh, you know it's not just name calling; it's a it's a narrative. It's a it's a piece together directive. That's what I like to call it, because when they're when they're demonizing people, when they're demonizing people, 
it's 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 part of a piece of the puzzle. You know, try to sum this up so you'll understand. When you have people like Mark Levin, Sean Handy, Glenn Beck, all the all the top, I call them the the, the five horsemen of propaganda. When you have Sean Handy, Mark Levin, Glenn Beck, Rush Limpballs, whoever else you want to add to the equation, Tucker Carlson. When you when you take those very good, wonderful people, when you take these uh, these enchanted uh, forest dwelling ass wipes, um, these nymphs of propaganda, when you take them as a lump sum and you and you and you pay attention to them, and for the last couple of weeks they've been creating a narrative, a, a demonization, basically, of anybody that's going against Donald Trump. Anybody that's going against the Republican Party, anybody that's doing anything other than sitting on their ass, basically. You know what the Republican Party has been basically be doing since George Floyd's murder. Um, just sitting back and, oh, look at these idiots pointing out, you know, look at these fools. Look at these idiots. It's, it's changed. Now there's this narrative that they're Marxists, that they're terrorists, that they're, uh, they hate America. They're the Communist Party. Um, it just goes on and on and on and on. What we don't do is pay attention to these narratives and these demonizations. These, you know, they might just seem like name calling, but it goes much deeper than name calling. It's a way to discredit a movement like the Black Lives Matter. Um, Mark Levin calling Black Lives Matter uh, a, a, you know, a, a terrorist organization, a communist organization, um, the true fascists. Um, and then you have people like Sean Hannity, who just constantly, constantly uh, drone over creating a narrative that Donald Trump's doing a good job as president. And we know he's not. You know, we know very well that he's not doing a good job as president. The rest of the world would, would totally disagree with Sean Hannity. But the way Sean Hannity does it is he creates a sort of, I, I want to call it like a, a sort of underpinned narrative that supports a wider scope of things, especially when it comes to the support propaganda behind Donald Trump. Now, when Sean Hannity says something negative about a group, it's it's basically a dog whistle to Trump supporters. And the same thing for Mark Levin, the same thing for Glenn Beck, the same thing for Rush Limbaugh's. You know, I know I'm saying his last name wrong. I, I do it on purpose. The same thing for all of these cowards that are hosted on networks. They have talk shows. They have radio shows. They have all their hoopla gimmicks and, and gizmos. But at the end of the day, when they're all doing the same thing, they're all creating this this narrative, demonizing the Black Lives Matter movement, demonizing uh, the protesters who have been standing up against um, what I would consider, you know, unfavorable, uh, unfavorable circumstances against black people, where black people are predominantly more oppressed than white people. But you get the narrative from them. You get the narrative from your enemy. You get the narrative of what to expect from them. 
and it, and it starts out with a continuous smearing campaign on all sides in, in the equation against Black Lives Matter, against Antifa, against all these groups. Now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit there and say, <clears throat> well, yeah, black, the Black Lives Matter movement, it, it, it's a movement that has been happening for a while. It, it, it didn't just start with George Floyd. It's been a, a mounting up. It's been mounting up over, over over a course of period of time. And it continues to grow and continues to grow and it continues to grow. And the larger it gets, the more prominent it gets, the more scared and angry and worried the right gets. And that's when you start getting these narratives and these these uh, word salads and these demonizations against anybody that's going against the status quo of conformity in the Republican Party. And and that's really what they want. They want people to confer, conform. Um, they want you to just, you know, change your spots, change your colors and, and, and be part of the Republican Party because they're righteous. They're more intelligent. They're um, they're more prominent. They're everywhere. And they try to keep this narrative going. And, and quite frankly, it's it's worked and it worked to get Donald help Donald Trump get elected. I mean, it, I remember Glenn Beck in the beginning of uh, Donald Trump talking about running for election. Glenn Beck was against supporting him on his show. And then all of a sudden, bada bing, bada boom, he's now a diehard, loving Trump supporter. Can't can't help it. And you, you see the same kind of thing with like uh, Geraldo Rivera. You see the same kind of thing with like uh, Rush Limbaugh. You see this, you see this like undertone when Donald Trump first ran that like we don't want to really come out and totally endorse Donald Trump. We don't want to come out and, and, and throw all our eggs in one basket. We're not quite ready for that yet. Especially Glenn Beck. He was diehard. I'm not, I'm not throwing all my eggs in the basket yet type thing. And then all of a sudden, almost as quick as you can imagine, almost as if they somehow were purchased or something along those lines, all of a sudden now they're, uh, we're all for Donald Trump. We support Donald Trump. We support Donald Trump. And then comes the narrative after his election, after he's become president, since the dawn of his presidency, is this narrative that they, Donald Trump can do no wrong, that, you know, no matter what he does, he's doing great. It's the media that's attacking him. Um, it's fake news that's attacking him. It's, it's all this, it's, it's a negative pump, a negative pump by the media. Um, it's all this horrible stuff that they're doing to Donald Trump. Not that in reality, we can see, witness, hear, and pay attention to what he says and does. We don't have to actually watch the news. We're not getting our information from fake news. We're getting our information from what we see, hear, and understand and comprehend that comes out of Donald Trump or his administration or his talking heads like Kellyanne Conway. Or even at that time, it was, uh, you know, what was her name? Uh, fucking Honeydew Melon Face, whatever the fuck she was, uh, Sarah Huckabee. And deeper into his presidency, then you start to see this gap start to form. And the gap forms when you got people like Sarah Huckabee who said, okay, look, I can't do this anymore. I'm out of here. And you start to get this, this feeling. Some of them, like Sean Hannity, he claims to be like the conservative talking head for the conservative world. When really all he is is, a, am sorry, a Republican pinpointer. He's just, he's a puppet. 
He's a well-paid puppet. I don't care what anybody tells me. He's, you know, he might work for the, for Fox network, but at the same time, dude, there's somebody lining his pockets in another way or another fashion. Um, I was listening to a show the other day and I, and I got a little excerpt of it and he was actually whining about the FBI listening or reading his uh, text messages or listening in or checking his emails. And he said, and I quote, I thought in the United States, privacy meant something, meant something. Those are his words. I thought privacy in the United States meant something. You know, it's awful funny when you 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 jump to that. Oh, my privacy, my privacy. Oh, they're invading my privacy. Since when in the dawn of time did privacy protect criminals? Since when in the dawn of time, since the beginning of this country, is privacy a safeguard against your criminal activity? What has Sean Hannity done as criminal? I, I, I'm going to say the payments probably more than anything, the, the way he's accepting money. I mean, I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't know anything about Sean Hannity outside of the fact that he's a bozo and a hack and a, and a goon. But people like him, you know, the group, the five horsemen of propaganda, when they all start using the same talking points, the same name calling, the same narrative, the same cover up bullshit, there's something coming down the pipe. There's something coming down the pipe. There's something coming down the pipe because they're all attacking Black Lives Matter. They're all attacking um, all the other groups in, in, that are part of this Black Lives Matter movement that are also, you know, outside of the Black Lives Matter movement like Antifa. And it's funny because you'll have someone like uh, like Mark Levin in a tweet said uh, Antifa should be rounded up like a bunch of punks and prosecuted. They all should be rounded up and treated as criminals. You never hear someone like Mark Levin or Sean Hannity or Glenn Beck or Rush Limbaugh saying the same thing about the Ku Klux Klan. You never once heard them chime in with the same narrative and same proposal as what happened in Charlottesville. You didn't hear them say, well, we should we should round we should round up all the white supremacists and, and Ku Klux Klan members and skinheads and prosecute them hold them accountable for their, you know, for their hate groups that they assemble, whatever. <clears throat> the point is, and you got the Proud Boys too. I mean, I'm just going to say that out loud. The Proud Boys are one of them, but it's, it's that one-sided narrative. See, these people are so biased that, you know, they'll, they'll ignore the Ku Klux Klan, white supremacists, the skinheads and the Nazis, and the, they'll ignore all the hate groups that reside in America. They'll, they'll ignore the Proud Boys. They don't say nothing negative about any of these hate groups, but yet they'll say something negative about Black Lives Matter, but yet they'll say something negative about Antifa. Yeah, Antifa is kind of crazy to me. I don't, I don't really understand it. I mean, I know what it means. Don't get me wrong. Anti-fascism. I get all that. What, I, what I'm trying to say, what I don't understand is how the group is formed, who's actually in control of the group. You know, there, you could have a rally tomorrow and, and some guys show up in black shirts and black pants and all of a sudden it's Antifa and it could very well be the Proud Boys from what I understand that's actually happened. You, you get these agitators and these misfits and these douchebags and these morons. You know, I really don't understand who, who controls Antifa or what Antifa is and as far as, you know, the group itself. But, you know, I understand what they stand for. I understand what they're doing. But what I'm trying to understand is 
what exactly is the you know the control factor there it's irrelevant really what's relevant is what i'm pointing out that when you have all these propagandists and all these talking heads your sean hannity's your rush limbaugh's your glenn becks you're all these fucking douchebags all rolled into one when they're attacking black lives matter but have never said a negative word about the ku klux klan has never said a negative word about white supremacists has never said a negative word about the proud boys they never say a negative word about anything having to do with hate and oppression. They never do. They never have anything negative to say about hate groups in America. They never have anything like they're doing now anyways. You know, they spent almost a whole week at, at demonizing Black Lives Matter now. They've, they've spent over, I mean, months and months demonizing them. I mean, this last week has been very prominent, very strong. This is what they're doing. That's their narrative. This is their challenge. This is what they're working on, obviously. And you got guys like guys like you know Rush Limbaugh's and and Mark Levin. And I was listening to Mark Levin last night, and he's just you know tear it all down. You know his little squeaky voice. It's just Mark Levin. You know I don't get it. Why are they tearing down statues of Jefferson? Are they going to tear down George Washington? Just tear them down. <clears throat> when the truth is, I gotta clear my throat somehow here. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> when the truth is, you know all these things are happening. True, but. Um, why are you so angry about uh, Confederate statues being teared down? That's another thing I don't really understand is that they have a problem with the protection. I mean, okay, let's just take, a, you know, something horrible, okay? We know that the slaves in the United States suffered under a, a multitude of presidents. But when, when the Republican Party is upset, upset that these statues are being taken down, upset that these statues mean something other than what they say they mean. Um, you know, the Confederate flag means something negative for black people or Hispanics or anything like that. And then you have the positive outlook, you know, it's my ancestry and my great, great grandpa, peepaw, my, my poppy, peepaw, whatever, fought in the Civil War. And, you know, we it's my it's our history. It's our ancestry. Why are you tearing it down? Well, you know, we could say that about people who had, uh, you know, family that fought in the in the World War II for the Nazis. We we could have a group of people come out and say, "Well, my my great grand my great 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 grandfather was a was a Nazi SS guy." You know, I mean, we could we could go all the way back and say, "Okay, so when is it when is heritage that ignites hate and anger?" Okay, when is heritage supposed to be like excusable? When is that an excuse? When is it an excuse to be able to just look at? Uh, the Confederacy as a whole, as an embarrassment of our country, and not a, something that you know stands to be history, you know, for good, because that's what they're saying. You know, this is history. This is good history. This is good history of the United States. This is blah blah fucking blah blah bullshit. Blah blah blah. But they never touch. You know, it's like I just said, they don't touch on the negativity as far as racism in this country. They don't talk about the Ku Klux Klan and the skinhead groups and the Nazi groups. But they'll talk bad about Black Lives Matter. That narrative for the last like two weeks, week and a half, two weeks, has been very strong about demonizing them, smearing them, and giving them a label. And that's what these guys do. And once they reach their few million, you know, subscribers and listeners and, and followers and whatnot, and those few million people get a grasp 
on what the narrative, and they're repeating it already. You know, these people are like, well, fuck Antifa. You know, they're, they're just a terrorist group. And they're blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what fascism means, but yeah, I'm going to, you know, fuck Antifa. When you have all these groups and all these people and all these, uh, you know, red hat wearing MAGA supporters all repeating the narrative that has been put out for the last two weeks by Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, all these assholes, it makes you wonder what's next on the pipeline. You know, what's what's coming down the pipeline now? Because they pretty much came out and opened and said, hey, you know, fuck you. We're, we're, we're going to say these narratives and we're going to demonize and we're going to smear these groups and these people. And I want to know why they're doing it myself. But I mean, this is what they're doing. So where do we go as a country as a whole? Where do we go as a country now that we're faced with these propagandists that are demonizing and smearing these non-hate groups? I mean, I guess Antifa hates fascism, but Black Lives Matter, I don't think they hate anybody necessarily. You, you know, you could listen to Sean Hannity or Mark Levin and, and say, well, you know, Black Lives Matter is racist. Black Lives Matter is a, a, a hate group. It's funny, though. They, you know, that same narrative that they're using on Black Lives Matter, they could have used on the Ku Klux Klan for the last, you know, how many fucking years. But now that uh, Black Lives Matter and, and Antifa are out in the open and protesting and constantly in the news... And, you know, just because of those factors, now they're attacking them. And it's just something for you to think about. You know, think about the fact that what they're doing, A, demonizing and smearing Antifa and Black Lives Matter. But what they're not doing is applying that same logic to real hate groups like the Ku Klux Klan and, you know, God, you know, Skinheads International. I don't know. But the point is, is that they won't, they don't attack those white nationalists skinhead hate groups they don't attack those but they attack black lives matter and antifa curiously that's what this whole thing was about for 22 minutes i'm sorry i'm just i'm trying to get it out there i want you to understand what i'm thinking you know every day uh, I, I see the news and i see something negative about antifa on fox or i see something negative about black lives matter on one of their do do tard fucking radio shows or something or listen to it or whatever and it leaves me kind of like questioning, well, when's the last time Mark Levin said something negative about the Klan? Never. But yet, they'll say it about Black Lives Matter. They're actually calling Black Lives Matter racist. But they don't talk about the Klan. They don't talk about any of that. Is it relevant? Yeah, absolutely relevant. If you're going to hate on Antifa and Black Lives Matter, shouldn't you be hating on skinheads and, and white supremacists and the Klan and David Duke and all these other assholes? Proud Boys. I guess they're okay. I guess they're okay in their book.
I think it's important to point these things out. I think it's important to point these things out because there's something, like I said, coming down the pipeline. If they try to demonize something good but won't talk bad about something horrible, then, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just hypothesizing. Maybe I'm creating a conspiracy or whatever. It just seems like they have a narrative that they want to drive home to get Americans repeating, which is what they do. They're not pointing out truths. They're pointing out an ideology, the conservative ideology. And the conservative ideology is only good for one person, and that's the person that believes in conservatism. It's not good for conservatism as a whole. It's not good for the world. It's not good for America. Conservatism is horrible for America. And it's not what people believe about conservatism that makes it horrible. It's the product of conservatism. The shun the world, fuck you, my money's more important than you. My property's more important unless someone else tries to take it away. You know, I've discovered just from years of dealing with people that are conservatives, it's a it's a hypocrisy. Conservatism is a hypocrisy. It's you know, it's just a shallow, empty failure of an ideology. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not very, you know, I'm, I'm not very partial towards liberalism either, either, either or, but liberalism is at least a little more about making the world better than conservatism. That's just like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. I live in a mansion. I go golfing. I hate the rest of you donations. What's that helping fellow Americans? What's that? It's always the bottom line when it comes to conservatism. That's why I don't like conservatism because it's, you know, the bottom line isn't everything. You know, whether you're in the red or the black or whatever, conservatism is not everything. They make it that way, though. You know, they, they try really hard to make it so conservatism sounds so appealing, but you're not really conservative. You're just an asshole. And anybody can be an asshole. Why they decide to give assholes some sort of label, some special label, is beyond me. I mean, that's what conservatism is. It's just being an asshole. I'm sorry. It really is. And it's not because you're a good guy, you know, dealing with bad people, and that's what makes you an asshole. You're an asshole because you're a fucking asshole. And that's what conservatism is to me. It's just being an asshole with a label. It's like being an asshole with a name tag. 
I'm just, you know, I wanted to bring it to everybody, the people's attention because when I when I listen to these talk show hosts and I catch their shows and, and they're doing the same narrative over and over and over and over and pushing the same talking points over and over and over and the, and the same childish name calling over and over and over and the, and, and the bullshit and, and the drama and the poor me syndrome over and over and over and over when they're crying tears and upset about things that you shouldn't really be upset about over and over and over and over I, I, I get to the point where I'm just like why would I want to be a conservative? All you are is an asshole. But no, I mean, in all seriousness, we need to pay attention as Americans because when you have these people pushing a narrative and talking points and name calling and everything else, when they're pushing such monstrosities of propaganda down the airwaves and down your pipe and into TVs, you really need to start paying attention because that's when they slip something in. Because they want they want a percentage of Americans to be in agreeance. Not just to the narrative, but whatever may happen because of the narrative. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's like planting your seed of hate. You plant it and you water it and you, and you take care of it. And it blossoms and blooms and it gets spread around like crab weed or whatever, crabgrass. And eventually, when you're ready, you can pull the plug. And when you pull the plug, all your crabgrass is cheering. Does that make any sense? That's a horrible analogy. I'm sorry. Look, this is Danger Close USA. Have a great hump day, America. God bless America. Enjoy your wonderful, awesome Wednesday. And when I was a kid, that's how I pronounced Wednesday. 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 Uh, I just, I'm not American. I get, I get kind of uh, curious and then I get kind of precautious and, and worried and, and filled with caution and, and concern when you have so many of these propagandists that are, you know, spread out. Some of them intertwined. Some of them not, don't seemingly, you know, coexist together, but they're there, but all the same talking points and they could say the color purple and they're all going to repeat it. And that's just what this is. It's just they're attacking Black Lives Matter and Antifa for a reason. And whatever that reason is, is going to come to light shortly. And I'm sure it has something to do with the Trump administration and some bill or law or group or thing or something he wants to pass that attacks Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And I'm sure it'll have to go to court and all that heavy horse shit. But in the meantime, just pay attention because when you pay attention to these people, when you pay attention to these propagandists, when you listen to what they say, when you listen to them all, not just one of them, but I mean all of them in the course of a week, when you listen to Sean Hannity, you listen to Glenn Beck, you listen to all these assholes, and they're all using the same talking points and the same narratives, that's kind of a precursor to what's coming up from the, the governmental side, the Republican side, Donald Trump's side. Of the equation. This is Danger Close USA, Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio. Just giving you some information, just spreading around some concepts. <laughs> I don't know. If you like my show, great. Please share it on, the, you know, whatever. Do whatever you want to do. I don't care. I know this show kind of sucked today. I'm sorry. I was, it's kind of hard for me to get out what I'm trying to say because it, it, there's so much out there, so much bullshit.
when you start picking up on one particular item that runs throughout one large item, when you have all the spiders in the spider web all working together to form the center of the spider web, that's when you start paying attention. And that's when you want to say, hey, I noticed something. Hey, that's what you do before they take an apple and turn it into an orange. You know it's an apple, but they start talking about an orange, and eventually that's what they're going to do is change that apple to an orange, even though it's going, always going to be an apple. Anyways, God bless America. Hoo-ah. This is Danger Close, USA, angry, pissed-off American podcast radio. Have a great day, America. idea why that's in my cd player i apologize to all my listeners <laughs> simon and garfunkel what the actual fuck was that that's not how i leave my show i never leave my show like that that is not me at all i don't even know what that was have a great day america
Good morning, America. Good morning. This is Danger Close USA. Angry, pissed off American podcast radio. Your host with the voice of reason in such days of insanity. Uh, my name is Jeff Kaufman. This is my show. Happy Thursday. It may be Thursday, but it's actually my Friday today. The business I work for is closing down for the day before 4th of July, which I don't understand, but I'm not questioning it. You, you know, you would think maybe the following Monday or something, or uh, but uh, they're closing. So I've made the choice to accept that instead of being Thursday, it's Friday for me, not for you. Sorry, but for me. And I'm good with that. I don't care. I don't care if you don't get your Friday on a Thursday. But I do. That's all that matters. I don't give a flying fuck about you, but I care about me. Wait a minute, I might be a conservative. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So um yeah, so I'm I'm browsing the internet, you know. Carousing through the internet. And I come across an interesting article. Uh Mark Levin. It's a Mark Levin. Mark Levin uh, tweeted and I, I, I'm not even going into detail. I don't know if it's just me. It might just be me. I might be the only person tuned into this. But the right wing media has gone ape shit fucking crazy. I mean, ape shit fucking crazy. I talk about this almost every episode. These propagandists, you know, the five horsemen of, of, of stupidity and propaganda, the five guys who get paid very well, very well to alter public opinion with an ideology that they all seem to have the same talking points of and say the same things about. I've come to the realization after reading that article, I'm not going to even get into the details of the article. I'm not going to even, it's the insanity, the overwhelming insanity coming from the right side in the media has just completely blown my mind. You know, I'll be the first to tell you, they're fucking bullshit artists. They're they're liars, they're bullshit artists. But they always seem to do one thing that they all have in common, the one thing that they all seem to share the same roots of diversion and, and division is it's all found in the way they're trying to contain Donald Trump. I mean, I don't, I don't know how to word it. It's insane that they expect people to tune out and not pay attention to, not listen to, not to hear what Donald Trump says and take it as it is. 
without, I mean, it's almost, it's like they expect you to live in two different realities. And in one reality, you have the president. He's on TV. Let's just say he's on C-SPAN. Doesn't have to be CNN. Doesn't have to, let's just say C-SPAN. He's on C-SPAN and he's being televised. His face is on a few million TV sets. And we all hear the words that come out of his mouth. We see his mannerisms. We see his behavior. We see who he, Donald Trump is. We, we see it all. And I say C-SPAN because I, I, I'm trying to find the most unbiased, televised recordings of stupidity that Donald Trump has ever produced. But, you know, you have to kind of look at it in the way I'm, I'm describing it. They, they make it seem like everything he says, everything that's televised is not real. Like there's an alternate reality. Like Kellyanne Conway and her famous alt, alternate facts. Alternate facts. She's the biggest bullshit artist there ever was. Shitter artist there ever was. I mean, she literally, she'll call it alternate facts. And, and people just swallowed it up. But getting back to the, I'm not going to get into detail about the article, but what I, 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 getting back to what I was talking about with Mark Levin and the way the media is doing it, the right-wing media is doing this, is they actually claim that Donald Trump is not running against Joe Biden. Okay, he's not running against any particular person, not a singular person. He, Donald Trump's not running against anybody. He's running against the media, the left wing media. That's what he's running against. He's not running against somebody. He's not running against an opponent. He's running against the media, the media. That's his challenge is to overcome the media. And the more you listen to this insanity, I mean, the more you listen to this, in, 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 don't get me wrong, the media is not kind to Trump, but Donald Trump is only being reported on the stupid shit that comes out of his fucking mouth. Again, I'm going, falling back to what I originally said. He could have that motherfucker on TV and he could call a dog a cat. On live TV, no, no editing, no, no altering, no, no cuts, no, no editing, nothing. Just he'll sit there and say that dog's a cat. I'm being hypothetical, but I'm just saying. Look, that dog's a cat. Okay. You'll have Mark Levin, Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck, Rush Limp Balls, all these fucking assholes and liars and 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 bullshit artists and Kellyanne Conways and Sarah Huckabees and. All these fucking morons, every fucking one of them, and they will say, well, he didn't actually mean that. He didn't mean that that dog is a cat. What he meant was the dog had feline-like qualities. Or they'll say, actually, that was a cat. It was wearing a dog costume. They'll, they will find a thousand different ways to try to explain away his stupidity, his moronicity, his ineptitude, they have a thousand different ways to explain away 
exactly what you hear and exactly what you take in. They have a thousand different ways to try to misconstrue your own opinion, your own reality. So when Donald Trump's the dog's a cat, when he says something stupid, you have all these fucking people who explain it away and they find one narrative that fits and then they all get on board. You'll 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 notice that like within a couple within a day to two days of Donald Trump saying something fucking stupid, like normal, like every time he gets on fucking goddamn on a microphone or in front of a TV set or, or, or TV cameras, whatever. They come up with a narrative that supports the stupidity or it explains it away. And like I said, he could sit there and say, that dog's a cat. And they're going to say, well, yeah, it actually was a cat in a dog costume. Or they'll say, uh, well, it's a dog and he's on cat hormone treatments. Or they'll say, um, he once was a dog and now he's a cat. His identity, identity. It's, I thought you left people. I thought the people on the left were all about having your own identity. That's what I'm trying to say. And this is how it works. And they, and they do it very well. They do it very, 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 very well. But I always am concerned about other Americans out there who actually tune into this bullshittery. Who actually tune into this fucking insanity and believe it. And I think a lot of people actually do believe the alternate facts. They actually do believe that Donald Trump is not as stupid as he seems. That when he says something stupid, he doesn't actually mean what he says. It's just, it's mind-boggling. This is Danger Close USA. I'll be right back. I got that shit to do real quick. I'll be right back. people to understand, comprehend, and partake in reality of how the right media portrays the President of the United States, portrays the Republican Party, portrays the GOP, how they want you and want me and want all other Americans to believe in alternate facts. This is what they do. And it, and it doesn't matter what the fact actually is. 
when it comes to Donald Trump's failure, per se, his failure in dealing with COVID-19, his biggest failure as president, as far as I'm concerned, they still spew the lie. Well, if it wasn't for Donald Trump shutting down flights from China. And I still try to understand how many people don't know the truth about what he did in China, with China. He didn't do anything. He shut down flights for Chinese nationals. But he never actually stopped flights from China for Chinese Americans, which he couldn't do anyways. He's not going to be able to say, all right, well, you're American, but you got to stay there. But there was no quarantine. There was no nothing. Over 400,000 Americans continued to fly elsewhere in China where they were getting the infection. But still you hear asshats, liars, and con jobs like Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, the rest of them, saying, you know how many lives he saved with his stoppature of Chinese flights? Because here's the thing, there are two type of people in this world. Two types of people in this world. Intellectuals and morons. Who do you think they're counting on to believe their bullshit? The intellectuals or the morons? Every time Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, Rush Limbaugh, Glenn Beck, any one of these cocksuckers opens their fucking mouth, they're counting on morons to believe them. God honest truth. Oh, but they have special guests on, and these special guests are really intelligent people. Of course they are. Because they they know that the majority of the people that listen to these shows, that tune into these shows, are not intellectual people. They're not extremely intelligent. They will believe anything and everything. And they count on that. These propagandists count on the stupidity of one group of people. Now, I I can't say I agree with Hillary Clinton's demonization, characterization, or labeling of people who support Donald Trump as deplorables. Of course, she used that terminology, deplorables. I can't say I agree to that. I would just call them what they are. They're fucking morons. They believe Donald Trump is their savior and that he's going to make America great again and that he's a great leader and he's a very smart businessman. Look, how hard is it to, to fucking file bankruptcy for a casino? Donald Trump made it seem easy. He's not a very good businessman. You may want to think that. You may want to try to agree to that. But he's not. And then if you pay attention to the talking points from the right when they're attacking Joe Biden, 
There's something you should take into consideration. They are saying Joe Biden is weak on Russia, weak on Putin. I've never heard of anybody more weaker on Russia or Putin than Donald fucking Trump. I mean, I'm he could probably he could probably floss Putin's fucking teeth through his asshole as far as Donald Trump has his head up there. I mean, I don't know, you don't know, but I guarantee you Russia has something on Donald Trump that's worth its weight in gold. And whatever it is, whatever they have on him, whatever they're using against him, Russia's not stupid. They're sharing that. When did when did we ever bow down to Turkey? When did we ever bow down to Turkey? Only when Donald Trump's been president. When have we ever bowed down to Russia? Only while Donald Trump's been president. We bow down to some of the worst leaders in this world, and yet we fight against the ones that have been our allies for a millennia. We're disenfranchising ourselves at the same time kissing the ass of dictatorships and communist countries. You've got the propagandists on the right saying Joe Biden is weak on China. Joe Biden is weak on Russia. Are you fucking kidding me? Donald Trump has been the worst president this country has ever had. He has done more damage to our alliances and our our, our standings in international just our standings internationally. He's he's done so much damage to this country. Damage that's going to take a long time to fix, a long time to repair. There's no if, and, or buts. He has damaged his country. And he's very good at it. Because he does it under the guise, with the help of propagandists who work for, I guess they work for him. I don't know. I don't know how the propagandists are getting paid. But their opinion can't be this fucking goddamn naive their opinion can't be as fucking obtuse and polluted unless someone's paying them. You can't have or form an opinion like Sean Hannity unless there's money involved. It's the same thing with Mark Levin. It's the same thing with Glenn Beck. It's the same thing with Rush Lipball. You can't be that fucking stupid. Unless there's money involved. You can't be willing to sell out this fucking country and all the stupidity that Donald Trump has in his fucking back pocket unless there's money involved. You can't have these opinions unless you're a fucking moron or money is involved. I mean, that's just that's the bottom line. There has to be money involved. There's no way that people like Sean Hannity are really that fucking dumb. It's impossible that Rush Limbaugh is that fucking dumb.
I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest. It's fucking stupid. They can't be that fucking dumb. They can't be that fucking idiotic. But they are. They are. And they constantly, 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 constantly remind us how fucking stupid they want us to be. Because only dumb motherfuckers would believe any of their fucking bullshit. Only the stupidest fucking morons of all morons would sit back and say, you know, you know, I I have to agree. Sean Hannity's right. Donald Trump is the best president America's ever had. Out of all the fucking presidents this country has had, from number umero number one o to now o, you're trying to tell me Donald Trump's better president than all other presidents combined? Really? But the reality, the reality is, he's the worst fucking president this country has ever had. That's reality. He's the worst fucking president this country has ever had. But according to the right ring, right wing propagandist outlets and fucking bullshit artists and everybody else, on the right, he's the best president we've ever had. This country has never been so divided as it is now. This country has never seen so much turmoil as it has now. This country has never seen so many dead people from a fucking virus because of the incompetency of the president as we have now. That's reality. It's not my reality. It's just reality. But according to Mark Levin and Rush Limpballs and your favorite fucking Sean Hannity's and Glenn Beck's, Billy Mitchell's and fucking all those morons, every one of them, and the talking heads of the GOP, like Mark, G- what's his name, fucking, whoever's Gates, Matt Gates, Gates, whatever the fuck his name is, that fucking moron, all of them, want you to believe in the alternate reality that Donald Trump, Donald J. fucking Trump, is the best president America has ever had. How the fuck do you believe that bullshit? I sure as hell don't. That's why I do my show. This is Danger Close USA. Your host, Jeff Kaufman. I hope you have a great day, America. Today is Thursday, July 2nd, I think. First, what what the fuck's day? I was right, July 2nd. Two more days, we celebrate our Independence Day. I think it would be great if we could independent ourselves or become independent from fucking Donald Trump. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> Just do me a favor. Stay you. Stay true. Stay American. And whenever you get the chance, whenever you have an opportunity, whenever you feel froggy, please take the time out of your day to remind other people as many as you can, that Donald Trump is the worst president this country has ever had. It only takes a second. It only takes a few seconds, and you can mutter it, distinctly say it, Donald Trump's the worst president we've ever had. And and people will listen to you 
I'm telling you, they will listen to you. But there's going to be a portion of morons out there who are going to disagree with you. This is Danger Close USA. Have a great day, America. I'm out of here. Got to get to work. God, I feel like I never left. Thank you. Thank you very much.